Smartcast. Intimacy, attraction, romance. It's very easy for us to just place it in, again, the box of partnership or sexual interaction or you know, going on a date or being together. And it's definitely all those things. But intimacy, romance, sexual connection could happen in any kind of relationship, could happen in any kind of dynamic. It doesn't need the box of sexual intercourse or a romantic partnership for it to flow. So I say that to encourage, and I'll answer your question directly here, Kara. When you are, in my case, within a business where I'm doing this podcast and I coach people, help people, we can actually invite that sexual energy in through any of our interactions if we desire it. Because what does that sexual energy allow us to do? It allows more creation energy to flow. What is my intention with this show? To allow the creation energy to flow, to create a conversation that gives guidance to other people. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Good morning, evening, afternoon, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the show and welcome back to another solo sode with myself, but today a beautiful guest from the community. So a solo episode plus a community coaching episode for people that are new to this dynamic, have just started tuning in. This is the style of show where I get the divine pleasure to be joined by a beautiful member of the community who I'll introduce in two seconds to get into a particular topic with some laser focused practical insight tips and support to help you go deeper. The intention here today is to help the beautiful soul I have on the show and also help you, the listener, right, in a new kind of way. If this hits your heart today, if it gives you some value, please share this out with a lover. If it gains some extra layer of insight within your heart, remember you can always support the show by heading over to Apple and Spotify and leaving your feedback. But regardless, I hope you get so much value out of this. Today, we're going to speak about all things romance, attraction, and sexual connection, a topic that I've spoken about to a degree, but haven't done a, a dedicated show around yet. So I'm excited to go into some new grounds. The beautiful community member I have on the show today helping me go into this loving conversation is the beautiful Kara. Kara, do you want to say hi, my friend? Hi. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. I'm really excited, Harrison, for this opportunity with you. So, and I just, yeah, I hope it's going to bring a lot to everyone as well. So. How are you, how are you feeling, Kara? I know you said you just, you were excited, but what other feelings would you say are on your heart before we get started? Oh, um, I suppose nervous because this mm -hmm. is the first time I've actually, you know, come in and done a podcast. So, right. um, but something I think about a lot 
and you know I do like to chat and talk and get it out there so yeah this is good but um yeah I'm a little bit nervous but we're just free winging it today sort yeah. of and so let's so let's dive deeper into that Cara let's explain to people listening because I think this is going to help the beautiful audience sort of tune in a little bit deeper this topic today of of romance sexual connection attraction why is this important to you i think because it's a continuation of my journey so and just i suppose a lot of things that have come up around this um thus far in my life so um you know i think it all stemmed around going forward and, you know, getting back out there after, you know, having a marriage and relationships and, um, you know, things like that, talking to people, I suppose, you know, um, this day and age and what that looks like, um, you know, what it looks like for me, um, you know, and things like that. So, yeah, it's important to me. I think I think we forget that. I, I know I forget this, that we are here not just to uh, awaken to deeper aspects of our own internal being, but we're also here to dance and interact with all of the beautiful beings outside of us. And I think one of the deepest forms of that interaction is in the type we're going to be talking, speaking about today, right? Romance sexual connection and intimacy. So let's get straight into it, Cara. What's the what's the first question you have on your heart for me? I think first and foremost, I wanted to ask your opinion and also through, I think, a spiritual lens, which we talk about, I think, as well, because a lot of people know, um, you know, and I've spoken to people this week and I've done a lot of reading and things like that. So I suppose my question is, you know, what do you perceive as, you know, romance and the attraction and the, you know, um, sexual connection as well? Um, you know, I suppose what does that look like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, we have these perceptions, but, I mean, what? let's go deeper. I want mm-hmm. to go deeper. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So we will hit different topics of this as we have this chat as i'm sure your other questions will bring up more things but let's let's make it general here how i see how i see these three components romance attraction intimacy playing within the spiritual if you want to call it world view or the spiritual lens that i speak a lot about on this show i see them as i see them as pillars of 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 the layers we need to go into ourselves. And what I mean by that is I think that we could all be the proverbial monk on the mountain that sits in his cave, sits in his or her cave for the duration of his human experience and reaches enlightenment all by himself. And I think that is a state in which we can all access however that life to me when i tune into that is devoid a lot devoid of a lot of the texture devoid a lot of the reason in many ways 
we are here to incarnate. And what I mean by that is I am, I'll give an example here. I am currently deep into a lot of Eckhart Tolle's teachings. And he has a quote, which he states that there's no such thing as human beings. There's just karmic formations. And what that implies is we're all walking around with unbalanced energy or unhealed wounds or shadows and illusion that needs to be addressed. And the best place, one of the best places for that karma to be balanced, that illusion to be seen and that separation to be unified is in connection to another person, but specifically intimate connection, right? What does intimacy mean, right? You could break it down as into me, you see, right? So when I'm when I'm in a sexual connection, when I'm in a romantic connection, when I'm in an intimate connection, I am now in the space in which the pieces of me that have not been seen have the space to come up. That's right. And I think um, it's important to, to complement each other. I think that's very important too. And I think that's where it comes to building the layers of yourself and knowing what you enjoy and what you like and what you appreciate and, you know, as we said as well, areas that's important to me, areas that we may have gone wrong in the past. And you talk about karmic and things like that and, you know, sort of what go, goes around comes around and being in your energy, you know, and you're actually, you know, a result of your own karma. Like it's not something that people, you know, bring to you. It's your energy that you need to correct, that karmic mm-hmm. energy for you that you need to correct. Um, and those misconceptions as well. And let me add something to this, Cara. It's just for people maybe new to this show and new to a lot of the things I talk about. It's easy for us to hear the word karma. And I know you know this, but just for people listening, it's easy for us to hear the word karma and for us to automatically feel like there is a good or a bad, or there is some kind of score that's being kept. And in a way, from lifetime to lifetime, as Eckhart implied in his quote, there is a formation of karma that's helped. But there is no judgment on, let's go back to the initial example that I gave. There is no judgment on you if you do decide to be that monk on the mountain that never experiences intimacy or romance or sexual connection with another person, or you live a life of only that, of only indulgence, of only you know, getting lost in another person and not finding your own state. So that's right. So just absolutely, I'd encourage people to notice where there is judgment, with especially within this topic we're talking about today, where there is judgment that you are placing on yourself and where you can remove that. That's right. That's very well put, Harrison. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I think so because that's a lot of, there is a lot of misconception and I think especially, um, you know, I've been married and I was married quite a long time and um, well, together for 12 years and, um, you know, I think there was a lot of misconceptions of, you know, there was a lot that I thought we were going down the, the right path um, so, you know, the friendship basics and the, 
Uh, what else is it? And the romance, you know, having the romance and the expensive gifts and the outings and the, you know, the holidays with each other and the, you know, all the fun things that, you know, get to know each other. Um, and as I said, friends, you know, first, like it was, you know, 12, a good 12 months, if not more, mm. before we actually established, a you know, a connection. Mm. So, you know, and and looking at those connections, I suppose, you know, romantic connection and, you know, they're all connections, aren't they, around frequencies we build, um, you know, and I suppose from the outside it seemed pretty perfect, you know what I mean? So, But there was a lot of underlining things and sexual connection was that he actually, you know, is now in a relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. So... This is important for people to <laughs> acknowledge here is because I haven't spoke I haven't spoken about this on the podcast yet, so this is a good opportunity. In my view, in my view, your sexual being that appears in romance, appears in attraction, and this whole process we're speaking about today is in flux like anything else in your in your reality and what i mean by that is these boxes that we place on ourselves of straight male straight female homosexual male homosexual female uh you know bi bisexual female bisexual male all of these are labels all of these are masks all of these are stories and beliefs and like any story and any belief, we can use the process of mindfulness to ask ourselves, is this current mask true for me? Or has it changed? Because from a spiritual lens, your sexual, sensual energy, again, is always moving. It's always flowing. And maybe for your current lifetime, that flow of sexual energy might be just moving towards men or just moving towards females but you're not going to know that unless you're constantly asking and testing the masks and the stories you're telling yourself about your sexual identity because this is you got me going now Kara. this is where a lot of tension can arise right if we have a mask on in our sexual relationships and that mask is not what we currently are then it's very easy for us to project onto our partner and think that they're the problem. But in reality, it's us not taking off the mask that hasn't aligned with our truth. That's right. That's exactly it. And I think, (laughs) um, you know, that created quite a few issues um, and things like that. But, yeah, exactly. It's masks that are placed on ourselves. And I think I, you know, well, I know I did that too. You know, I think, you know, um, and I think when we do that, well, in my experience, when you do that and you place those masks, you generally go down a road that, you know, perhaps isn't the one you, you know, well, more than like, yes, that's right. Long-term. That's right. Um, and that's what I, I saw, you know, like, um, marriage for me was a whole, you know, oh yes, I must do it before, you know, I get too old or, you know, I must have children before my eggs shrivel up and die. And, you know, all these kind of masks again. Yeah. Again, most, more stories, Cara, more stories. Yes, that's right. I created so many stories around these things, around romance, around, you know, and this is why I wanted to speak about it and around attraction and around, 
um, all these things. Because even with attraction, you know, um, I had a lot of people, you know, coming um, away from my marriage, I suppose, and dating again and, and even just talking to people in life in general, I create a lot of attraction to myself mm. um, in others. You know, I can stand somewhere and people will be, you know, standing on me <laughs> yes. and I'll be like, oh, okay. And, you know, wanting to talk to me, wanting to be in my company, wanting to, you know, open that invitation. But in saying that, you know, like I think there's a lot of misconceptions around that too. There is. You know. And so we can always test. Right. So I just, again, I want to encourage people to, to, this is where the power of the heart comes in, right? If you're feeling this pressure from the external world and these expectations are being placed on you, especially within your romantic, intimate relationships, then come back into that heart and ask, right, is this true for me? Is this aligned for me right now? And it is one of the most courageous things that you can do to drop into your heart and do the thing that's against those expectations. But it's usually that that thing that's against those expectations that's for your highest good, right? So, Carl, let's let's flow on here. What's what's next on your list on your heart today? Okay, so I think also I, I suppose around the attraction and things like that as well. How can I I suppose stop the and I, I guess I, I sort of know this myself, but how can I because I am a person that goes out with the heart you know I take a lot of um I'm not a real deep thinker I'm not a real you know conscious kind of you know by the book kind of girl um and things like that so I think my question to you is how can I you know draw like not put that energy out so expansively that it brings in the misconstrued conception that I'm just a you know a flake or a yep. you know, like yep. I'm got a, it got it you know I'm dizzy Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so first thing I would say is drop again, drop those labels. So the, you said a couple there, right? Let's just use the flake, right? <laughs> we, we are never, and I want to say this so clearly for everyone to hear, we are never going to be able to control the perceptions of the outside world, especially, especially as we start to awaken. Because as we start to awaken, our light illuminates the darkness. And it doesn't just illuminate the darkness inside of us. It illuminates the darkness in the people around us. So what I'm getting at here in relation to our sexual attraction and our the intimacy and romance we're looking to either engage in or just you know show interest in, we are going to attract the whole spectrum and i'm going to give a practical tip here on how to uh to bypass this but just just understanding this firstly realizing that there's nothing you're not doing anything wrong you're not broken you're not you're not too much you're not too sensitive you're not too sexual you're not too sensual whatever it is you inside of you cara you know this but i'm going to say this for everyone's for everyone's understanding there is no limit to what you are, right? So when you say, when you say, I go out there into the world and 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 people are just sort of taken away by how over the top I am, that's normal, right? Because we're all over the top, 
we're all made of infinite abundant potential. And one of the ways that that expresses itself is through our sexual sensual attraction. So this, 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 we understand this, we understand that we need to remove the layers, the, the labels and the masks and the projections that people place on us. But then how do we, how do we refine this? How do we maybe want to attract in someone from that potential space? Well, this is now where we start to manifest, right? This is where we, where we start to define what we want, right? So instead of waking up and then just heading out into the world as our abundant being, what we could do alternatively is wake up before stepping out into the world. We could go inside and ask ourselves, what do we want? Right. What is let's let's use a partner, romantic partner as an example. What is the kind of romantic partner that I want? Let's use let's say I want a romantic rep- partner that can hold my capacity. I want a strong, either female or masculine partner that has the same connection to their abundant sexual potential, but also can hold mine, can hold my potential. So then we can say, okay, what does that feel like? What does that feel like for someone to hold me in this potential? Kara, you can just answer yes or no to this. Do you know what that feels like? Absolutely. Yes, I do. Good. So <laughs> so now what we can do before we head out into the world, we can go inwards and we can start to visualize with our heart what that feeling feels like in our body. So now when we step out into the world, we are still in our abundance. We're still in our sexual potential, but now we have a container inside of us where we are directing that potential in and attracting a partner to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. And um, I'm a big believer in that. And I do manifest a lot and I hold that manifestation and I perceive it as being in, you know, in the here and now um, and things like that. And yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. That's beautiful. And I think, you know, in my experiences and things like that as well, I do know what I want. And I think, um, you know, I know that I'm capable of it and I know that, you know, and that was really great that you put it into perspective for me like that, because it, yeah, it gives me enlightenment. And let's go back again, just to just to make sure this is super clear for everyone listening. If we continue to to agitate and and induce the beliefs and the perceptions of other people who aren't right for us and keep saying that we're too much, we're 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 too sexual, too sensual, whatever the thing is then we have compassion for them, right? We, we hold compassion for those people. We, we do two things. One, we don't allow that mask to become our reality, the I'm too much, I'm over the top. We just let that go. But two, we have compassion for them because we can see that the only reason they're saying those things is most likely because, one, they're either in pain themselves or, two, the light that's inside of them wants them to see it but is trying to get their attention by projecting onto you, right? So we have compassion. We say, oh, they're on their journey, right? I let this mask go. 
and I have compassion for them on the path that they are on. Yes. That, that worries sense, me Cara. too because, you know, what if I what if I just let go of all these masks and then, you know, there's nothing left for me? <laughs> you know? So what if I've Cara, already been through all that? So Cara, you know? let me ask you, let me ask <laughs> you, this is a really good question. The piece of you that just said, what if there is nothing left for me? What yes. part of you is saying that? Um, I suppose my Neanderthal experiences, I suppose, like just, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I suppose as well, I just, uh, in in this whole thing of, of, of romance and attraction and sexual attraction and all that sort of stuff and connection, I think, you know, like I know and I feel where I'm at so much and I know that people know too and I just, I suppose I want to, you know, and they they do. They, they well, it's almost like I have so much light that they suck the light from me, and then you know, like I get you know, sort of um, into a, a darker space. You know, so, good. So this brings up another topic. So when we're in those situations, because you know, terms like energy vampires and um, yes, you know people that just, again, people that are projecting their pain onto us, this is where we need self-awareness, right? We need self-awareness to know where we need to put up boundaries. Okay, this is where boundaries come in. This is where our energetic parameters come in. This is where we use our voice. This is where we speak our truth, right? This is not where we allow ourselves to become the victim. This is not where we allow ourselves to become our old stories from our past or the concerns of the fear of the future. This is where we now step into, this is where we can shift, right? We shift from that sexual, sensual attraction state. Now we shift into that powerful masculine, I got to do something to protect myself state, right? Same abundant energy, but now a different form of it to to have a different outcome. Yes, that's always that's also been a really big one for me as well. Um, and I know you know that because we we have spoken about that um, and drawing that line and things like that. Um, but yeah, I suppose as well, like you know, okay. Another question as well is how you know. I suppose I wanted to sort of look like you know the karmic. Okay, we spoke about that. So the, the you know the karmic, the what else do they say? The the soul's recognition. Yeah. The soul partners, you yep. know, relationship. Yeah, twin flame, soul contracts. Yep. Yep. Um, I think you know more about that because I have I have literally thought that, and I walk through my life knowing that I have you know been here before, that I will be here again, that I. You know, like um, I've been many different kind of places and things, and my soul is very educated on you know awareness and um, you know being and things like that, and and often got me in in trouble for those mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Like you know, because people don't understand what what are the soul contracts? Mm-hmm. You know, do they exist? You know, or you know, I suppose. Well, just what does that look like? What is soul contract? What is soul? what is twin flames you know how <laughs> yeah. do we recognize these things yeah how do we know for us so <laughs> big question 
and we could uh, we could do a whole conversation just on this in itself, and I might in the future. But for now, let's 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 throw a couple terms out there. So you mentioned soul contracts. You mentioned so there's twin flames. There's also fated relationships. I would also count soul family, and without you know, going down into a whole conversation about each of them separately, what they all have in common is they are part of our predetermined path that is often designated in the life between lives. And life between lives, for people that are new to this term, I'll put an episode in the show notes where I talked about this with the beautiful Shireen Wilson, but the life between lives is the place in which the soul goes between incarnations. And this place is usually where we rest. It's usually where we assess our life that's happened and plan the life that's about to begin for particular karmic lessons, for particular you know, interactions and relationships. So all of these uh, all of these terms, the twin soul, twin flames, the soul contracts, the soul family, the fated relationships, they all have that in common. In terms of what do we do with all of this? What do we, what, how do we assess? How do we know? My advice is remove all confusion, remove all worries, remove all fears, because as soon as we add those things, we're now in a space where the soul contracts, the twin flames don't exist, right? Because we're in the head, right? Where as soon as we add the, the ego mind is very sneaky when it comes to spiritual conversations, right? The ego quickly becomes the spiritual ego, right? And it starts breaking down and analyzing and critiquing and fearing, worrying all about these very real, in my opinion, spiritual conversations that we just need to step into with an open heart. So to answer this more specifically and precisely, you will know if you are in a twin flame relationship. You are, you will know if you are connected to soul family or a soul contract because your heart will speak, right? Until that happens, until that sign occurs, you don't need to get lost in it, right? Because now, because if you do get lost in it, it becomes another false reality, right? We're projecting into the future, Right, we're projecting into the future of will I find that twin flame? Will that soul contract add into my life? Will I, you know, insert here? So I'd encourage you, Kara, and people listening to get familiar with how their soul and spirit, which is where these types of relationships speak from, how that spirit and soul speaks through the body. Because if you can do that, then when Kara enters a certain relationship, her soul and spirit will speak to her. And it will say, you could ask, you could very precisely ask Kara, you could say, soul, spirit, whatever name you want to call it, is this a soul contract? Is this my twin flame? Is this, you know, insert here? Does that help, Kara? Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, no, that's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that as well. Um yeah, I think so. And also, okay, so I suppose now going into like, you know, sexual connection mm -hmm. and, you know, can we have sexual connection outside without being physical? 
can we have sexual connection just, you know, feel mm-hmm. another from another mm-hmm. space yeah. and, you know, I suppose enjoy that person in that space. Without and the physical. That's right, yes. And I suppose it comes around attraction too. You might be attracted to someone and then you, you know, is that just a visual, you know, visualisation or is that actual recall to they are feeling the same and you are actually experiencing that that energy um exchange you know in in um the 3d but i suppose yeah outside of that when you feeling you know and i don't mean just like you know you feel horny or sexual no so let's so let's break this down car so this is a really good question and i have a theory here that I think a lot of scholars could probably validate, but I'll, I'll just put a disclaimer and say this is just my opinion based off what I've discovered. When you look at all of the religious persecution that has occurred throughout the ages, what is one of the themes of that religious persecutions? One of the themes is persecution of the feminine, and the other theme is the persecution of sexual energy, sexual pleasure, not just between a man and a woman or a woman and a man or a, or a man and a man and a woman and a woman, but also between the sexual energy within oneself, right? How much are we shamed and blamed within a religious context for self-pleasure? So I bring up that example not to hate on religious belief systems, I bring up that example to highlight something very important. And it's this, let me ask a question. Within these religious groups, if we can understand these two themes, we could ask another question. Why? Why was the sexual energy persecuted? Why was the was the sexual intimacy so pushed away and shunned and this is where my theory comes in i feel it's because our sexual energy is a gateway to our divinity our sexual energy is an outlet is an output of our connection to our deepest power is our is a output to our yeah connection when we are connected into our presence our deepest self The sexual energy is an output of that. So going back to your question, Kara, can I feel sexual energy in the direction of another person or about some other person without the physical? The answer is yes, because can you feel that divinity without physical connection? The answer is yes, right? This is why this is why I can do Reiki. This is why I can speak to you here on this Zoom, Kara, even though you know you're on the other side of the country, but the connect the connection is there. So sexual energy, sexual intimacy, sexual connection is no different. And while if we can be physical, what we are now doing, we're adding extra senses, right? And it is through the body that divinity speaks. So that sexual connection will be enhanced. It is not dependent on it. No, I agree. I don't think so either. I think that it is very um, 
Yeah, it's a very, very powerful source of energy. And I think it's a very divine energy. I think it's a, it's a very um, spiritual energy, um, you know, and I think if we can all embrace that would be amazing. And I think when I feel that, I feel it in my chakra space, you know, and I feel it opening into my heart and my heart expanding with that energy and just, you know, I feel alive. And I think people, you know, should get to experience yeah. that. I think that's a really beautiful thing. And I think that is just, you know, and it's so with the senses of our body, I think it's fantastic. Tara, let, me, be let me share a tip here for you and for people listening, because you, you just outlined something. I don't think you even caught yourself saying it. There's, <laughs> I want to just pull this out for everyone's sake. You, you just described that you felt the sexual energy in that sacral space, right? And that's not a coincidence. I have a term that I use called the sacral tree, right? Your sacral tree is the roots of the tree are the sacral chakra. And then the branches are your sexual energy, your creative expression, your inner child. They're all the branches of that same sacral space, right? It's all connected. But what you just highlighted is the energy didn't stay there. You then transferred it or you felt it shift into the heart. And, That's right. And this is a practice that we can all learn to do, right? It's very easy for us, and I've experienced this in my past, when we feel sexual energy moving through us, especially in relation to someone else, in, in, in an intimate connection to, to maybe someone we desire, it's easy to get lost in, in the urge to do something about it the urge to, oh, I feel horny or I feel this sexual energy, so now I need to go and talk to that person or now I need to go engage with that person so this energy can be manifested. And while that is one option, definitely, if it's the right set and setting and you feel like doing it, go for it. <laughs> I want to encourage people that it's not the only option. We can also We can also do what you did and actively transfer that energy, let it flow upwards. Because remember, our chakra system is a flow of energy upwards. We can flow yes. it into our heart so it now becomes a gateway to our divinity. Yes, absolutely. And I think to, you know, and not holding back, because I think that's a good point. I was saying, yes, when you said, you know, like a lot of people feel that sexual energy and things like that, and they think, oh, you know, yeah, I've got to just, you know, <laughs> release this and get into this and, you know, all sorts of things. I think people can get, you know, misconceptions there as well, obviously. But, I mean, in saying that, um, I suppose I would be a person that perhaps if that was coming across in that way, I would go back. You know, I could, I could, ex in you know, a lot when I was younger, yes, I could engage in that or I could, you know, do that. And, I, and we always have free will and a decision. Mm -hmm. Um and the boundaries that we can place and things like that, um, you know. But, I mean, even, you know, get I suppose the energy of getting dressed up, you know, you're going on a date and you're getting dressed up and you're attracting people and, you know, things like that. And then it might get to, you know, like, yeah, you feel this and things like that. But I think what is it like I find myself now later down the track that I can't, like there's something stopping me to expressing it 
like I'm because I feel as though I'm putting a restriction there and a roadblock there yep. and almost like a mask. Yes, yeah, but that's that's not, not it's not almost it's not almost my friend. That's exactly what it is. That thing that's so let's make this clear. That thing that is stopping you from expressing is some form of illusion, is some form of mask, is some form of shadow, is some form of pain, is some form of trauma, story, belief, emotion, either either one of or all of the above. And in that moment, I'd encourage you, Kara, and people listening that can relate to what Kara is saying, that is where we direct our attention and awareness towards, right? We don't become the victim. We don't become, oh, I'm just, I'm doing that thing again, or, oh, this is just the way it is. No, we take that same potential, that same abundant state we were just in a second ago that we just felt towards the person that we need to speak. And now we direct it towards that piece of us that is taking us away because that piece, Kara, you know this, but again, this is for everyone's sake. That piece that is stopping our expression is most likely our piece of us that is in pain, that is in some kind of story loop. I don't deserve to speak. I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm a man. I'm, I'm, this person's not good enough. I'm not worthy. Whatever the thing is, it's, it's in pain. So how do we support something that's in pain? How do we support something that that wants to move to that pain? Do we do we become the thing? Do we ignore the thing? Do we get angry at the thing? Or do we direct the love towards it so it can be released? Yes. I think, yeah, that that's very true too. I think, um, yeah, but how do I like release that, Harrison? What if feeling so much of that and living in my life like that because that's what I do where I get my huge like you know my light is strong like yes. <laughs> it's very powerful so, so full stop like, Cara I'm full doing stop. all the work so yes let, let's that's the first thing I would say so you, and I, I've noticed a couple of times in this chat Cara you you keep adding more to that sentence right you say my light is strong I am my light is strong I am strong then, but, or <laughs> full stop. I am strong. I am light. I am powerful. That's it. Yes. Whatever Staying comes. Yeah. And whatever comes after that, whatever, that's the thing. That's the thing to bring that's your right. awareness to. Right. I'm, I'm using this as an example for everyone listening. Right. Notice because this becomes so habitual. Right. This becomes so commonplace for us that it becomes unconscious. Right, I want to. I'm going to share another quote here from Mr. Carl Jung. Right, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will direct our lives, and we'll think it's fate. Right, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will direct our lives, and we'll think it's fate. So, going back to your example, Kara, catch yourself in those words that you are either projecting or speaking to yourself, and that will change it. Yes. And not going into you taught me about not going into the stories. The stories yeah. aren't relevant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, all the time. Um, yeah. Sharing is caring and caring is love. But, you know, like, and I say that a lot, but, you know, um, yeah, I suppose, yeah, no, 
I, I, this is really great. Cara, we probably have time for one more question here before we wrap up. Anything else on your heart I can support you with? I suppose I'll ask you, like, with doing this podcast, what attracted you to me and, and inboxing me? Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like how, you know, mm-hmm. like. Um, Where is the attraction? That's yeah. right. What could yeah. you see in me that you knew? Mm-hmm. You know, and I suppose that's what it comes down to too mm-hmm. when you, you know, when we yeah. work with you, things like that, you know, the question is asked and the interviews are had yeah. and, you know, things like that. Yeah. So that connection that, you know. Because what, you, what you're hitting on here, and I'll expand on this for people listening, intimacy, attraction, romance, it's very easy for us to just place it in, again, the box of partnership or sexual interaction or you know, going on a date or being together. And it's definitely all those things. But intimacy, romance, sexual connection could happen in any kind of relationship, could happen in any kind of dynamic. It doesn't need the box of sexual intercourse or a romantic partnership for it to flow. So I say that to encourage, and I'll answer your question directly here, Kara. when you are in my case, within a business where I'm doing this podcast and I coach people, help people, we can actually invite that sexual energy in through any of our interactions if we desire it. Because what does that sexual energy allow us to do? It allows more creation energy to flow. What is my intention with this show? To allow the creation energy to flow, to create a conversation that gives guidance to other people. So going back to your question, Kara. I picked you because it felt good. I picked you and and wanted to have this conversation because something inside of me was pulling me towards the energy that you are. And this is not a Harrison thing. This is something we can all learn to do. When we are not in our thinking mind all the time, and we're not here to blame and shame the mind, it's powerful. But what I'm highlighting is it's not the only space and place we make choices, can make choices from. And we can also make choices from this sexual, sensual, intimate place inside of us, right? For me, for most of us, it'll be in that sacral space, but it could be in the heart. So that's the direct answer, Kara. And I would encourage you, my friend, and I would encourage people listening, where can you invoke that that decision-making in your life? Because if you can choose through that lens, then what you now are doing is inviting more connection, more intimacy, more of that sexual energy into your world. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's the whole thing, Harrison. That's where I'm going on this journey, you know. Um, That's where I'm headed, you know. (laughs) I'm headed there and that's why I wanted to speak a lot about it today and things like that, I suppose, as well, because... Yeah, like I just, not to say, you know, if there's any sort of things on that or whatever, but yeah. And I just enjoy being in that, you know, sacred space in that energy of, you know, I like the attraction energy. I like the, um, you know, the, what else? Like, yeah, the sexual. That abundant abundant state, Cara. That's exactly it. It's the abundant state. 
Absolutely. And again, Cara, and we'll end with this. Keep reminding yes. yourself that that's normal. That's that's what you are. You're never too much. You're never, you know, over the top. You're never in that space of, oh, what are people going to think? This That's you. Okay. So, Cara, I love you very much. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for your beautiful questions and showing up as your intimate self. Beautiful souls out there in the podcast world. Thank you for your time, attention, and love. If this hits your heart, brought you some value, please share this out far and wide. But until next time here on the show, we send you love, we send you light, and we'll see you again very soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Electricast.